Bienvenidos, welcome to Chisme That Matters, a Latina podcast created to redefine chisme by having conversations about topics that matter. We'll be talking about personal finance, mental health, entrepreneurship, and so much more. This is your host, Kim Flo, and with our guest, we will be sharing our historias, expertise, journeys, and even our struggles so we can inspire and move our community. Here, every chisme, I mean, historia matters, and I can't wait for you to listen to them. And if you want some good and real chisme, this is the place to be at. I mean, come on, let's be real. Who doesn't like some chisme? Hola, hello, mi gente. This is Ken Flo, your host. And I am super excited as usual because we're going to have a good chisme. And today's chismosas is me, Joe, your host. And I wanted to do this uh, episode because I just wanted to do it. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, so I'm recording this episode today after my birthday. Yay, happy birthday to me. I turned 35. And I don't know, I feel like there was a message sent to me uh, or through me for you. And uh, I wanted to kind of also share a little bit of the... I guess, lessons or things that I have taken from my last chapter, chapter 34. And of course, you know, a lot of us have been going through a lot of things, especially due to the pandemic, especially this past two years. And I'm not going to get into it because we all know what we're going through, but I do want to kind of like, uh, I guess, highlight some of mine and why and how these things have impacted the way that I see life right now and how I want to take my life in the future. And um, as you know, I had COVID this past February, uh, late February. And of course, I had a quarantine in another country. And that itself was the whole experience because obviously I was isolated. I was by myself, uh in another country with COVID and it was a little scary and I did an episode on that so if you guys want to check it out go check it out and have some chisme there and I think that and other things throughout the year had definitely definitely impacted the way that I'm living now so last year I besides COVID I made the choice to work on myself a little bit more in terms of my health, my mental health, and my physical health. So I hire a mindset coach. Shout out to Kayla. She is an amazing coach. She has helped me so much. I did that program for, uh, I believe, three months. Yeah, three months. And it was great. It was great. She helped me so much in a lot of things, gave me clarity and in, in a lot of aspects of my life that I needed it. And on top of that, I also decided to uh, seek therapy, like with actual psychologists, right? You know, the you know the funny thing about therapy, the word therapy is that a lot of people say, oh, I'm, I'm in therapy and therapy. But I'm like, what type of therapy? Because it could be physical therapy. It could be like oh, so many other things, right? So I, I like to kind of call like mental therapy, I guess, or, or just like, oh no, I started seeing a psychologist. I don't know. Um, so yeah, so I started seeing a therapist for that. And 
it was, I, I think it was like only a couple months we worked together. And the reason why I did that is because before my mindset coach program, I wanted to um, have a little bit more clarity on things in my life. And I figured that if I seek that uh, a professional therapist, a psychologist, she could help me because I wanted to help others too. And I'm going to get into that later on, but I wanted to help other people. So for me, it's kind of like, okay, I got to kind of like dig into myself, right? Do the inner work before I try to help others do the same. So that lasted a couple months because she had to, she, she literally dumped me. <laughs> no, she didn't dump me, but she basically had something going on in her life. So she had to drop some of her new cases and it's okay. Uh, honestly, I, she helped me in certain things. You know, I discovered a lot of stuff that I was like, oh, wow, like how are these things surfacing, resurfacing, and, and not even just surfacing uh, right now because I didn't realize the things like being parentified, all of these things that I know that um, I knew that I had to work through. I really had to work through because I feel that due to that, I was I was living life with a little bit of like, I guess resentment, but I didn't know it at the time. I just thought that it was like some sort of feeling like, oh, you know, I got to do this for my family. Oh, I got to do that. But then I realized that it was because I was tired. <laughs> I've been parentified for such a long time that then you get to the point where you just want to do things for yourself. And uh, that doesn't mean that you don't love your parents. That doesn't mean that you don't love your family or none of that. It's just that there's a point where you have to choose yourself, right? So that was something new to me because as a Latina, firstborn child and an immigrant, what do you do? You take care of your loved ones all the time, right? So yeah, so little by little, I had to kind of integrate that in, in my life and say no a lot, uh, retrieve myself a lot. And it feels great. <laughs> it does feel like, really, really feels great. Uh, saying no, respecting my myself, respecting my boundaries. So I want to say the one of the biggest one of the biggest takeaways, right? Yeah. On my, my 34th chapter was that I seeked professional help, right? And to help me, sorry for like repeating the word, but to help me um, get clarity on, on what I want to do and how I want to present myself in the world, right? And figure out all these feelings that I had lingering around that I didn't know what they were. So once you start digging in and once you start figuring that out, you feel a little lighter. You feel a little bit happier in a sense. Um, it's a process, but I think like learning to to respect yourself and putting boundaries with people you love and saying no has been one of my biggest things from last year. So yeah. So another thing that I I did is that I seeked uh 
help for my body, <laughs> meaning that I started going to more of my doctor's appointments. And that was because I started feeling a pain in my upper back. And I was like, oh, maybe it's a muscle. Maybe I'm stressed. This isn't that. I went to different doctors. Doctors wanted to give me just a muscle relaxer. And, and I'm not about that life. So I decided to go to a chiropractor because, of course, I had to go to Google. And I do not recommend doing that because once you Google, you have like, tons of things and just just go to a doctor really but you know what i want to put up around this and that like the thing with doctors is that sometimes you get doctors that are so involved and there's they're i don't want to say that doctors some doctors don't care but they just i don't know if they they just minimize what you have i don't know if you guys have ever been in that situation but they they tell you oh you're fine you're fine or it's in your head or you're stressed and i'm like i'm literally feeling this pain like how can i be okay right so um that's why but at the same time if you google it you start obsessing over it and that's something that happened to me and i'm going to talk about it later too but so it's it's some some one of those things is kind of like Follow your God, and if you feel like you need to go to a different doctor, go for it because sometimes one of can just make you feel even worse. But anyway, I went to the doctor. They prescribed me um, muscle relaxers or something. I, I, I don't do medications like that. So I decided to go to a chiropractor, and he did some x-rays, and apparently my neck, um, my spine, it's like, a little crooked and that was causing like a pinch nerve so I had to go to um therapy yeah basically and that helped a lot I went for a few sessions and definitely helped me out because I was getting um like numbing numbing sensations on my arm on my on my on my hands like sometimes uh pressure on the head but not so much you know all these feelings all this sensations that I never felt before so of course you get scared right then it was like also getting sensations, like, not sensations, but, like, a little shitting pains, like, on my, not my chest, but, like, upper, like, by my clavicle, and I was just, like, oh, my God, what if it's my heart, all of these things, but anyway, I went to the doctor, too, to check my heart, everything was fine, um, so, yeah, I started therapy, and it was great, I, I never really, I don't want to say care, but I didn't really focus so much on my, my health in that sense, like, going to, all the doctors trying to eat better or trying to get more sleep or my fixing my posture, like trying to minimize my driving uh, so I don't have to feel pain, all of these things. Like for me, and I know a lot of you guys too, it's always been on the go, 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 go. So all the things are important, but going to the dentist or maybe going this, is it's not that really important, right? So I was one of them. I used to be like that, like... I never really go to doctors, but now I do, and maybe too much. <laughs> but yeah, so I think that was another takeaway is that I started focusing more on my health, and it's great. It's great because I feel like that makes me feel more connected with my body, and it makes me feel, I guess, more in control. And speaking of control, I want to say that at the same time, I realize that I can't control everything. I know it doesn't make sense what I'm saying, but it's just so weird because it's feel like, okay, you know, I have my body here and I can control the what I'm eating. This isn't that right. But sometimes there's certain things that I can't control. And I had to learn that 
I have to let go. I have to let go and let God. And obviously the experience in St. Lucia when I had COVID is taught me that, taught me that I don't have control all the time. I can't have control all the time and that's okay. And that's one of the things that it was hard for me because I feel that I always been the type of person that even at work or it's something personal, it's something that don't work, I will fix it, right? There was always plan A, plan B, plan C. And that's how I control things, right? It's not that I'm a control freak, like, oh my God, everything I have to do. No, it's more about like, okay, the situation didn't work, but I'm going to make it work somehow. So when I was in Salusha, I couldn't do anything. There was no, no plan B, plan C. The only plan was to uh, feel better uh, from COVID and just let the days pass until I could come back home. And it was tough. It was tough. And I think like even coming back, that's when I started also feeling a lot of things like anxiety. Like I had all these intrusive thoughts. I had, I was feeling very, very tired and I didn't understand what was going on with me. And of course, my control thing wanted to kick in. I was like, all right, how do I make my feel, uh, myself feel better? And oh, man, that was a fiasco. That was a fiasco because I literally literally wanted to make my, my, myself feel better so bad that I was making my, myself feel worse. And it doesn't make sense, but it, 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 that's, that's exactly what I was going through. Like, let's say when I came back from that, you know, of course you think, oh my God, you're good. Now you're back home. You should be Okay. I don't know if it was PTSD. I don't know what in the world was, but I was I was very sick. I was very sick, very tired. I had no inspiration. I I um I had a lot of anxiety, especially around my health. Uh, thinking, oh my god, what if I have this? What if I have a stroke? What if I have that? Da, 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 da. And I didn't understand why I was feeling this way. I keep having headaches, like really, like bad. Um, sensations and pinches and this. And it's just like, oh my God, I'm going to have a stroke. All of these things that I'm thinking, right? So of course I'll go to the doctor. Uh, she's like, you're fine. Um, your lungs are fine. Your heart is fine. Uh, maybe you're just a stress, maybe anxiety and whatever. So I decided to go to a neurologist. A neurologist did exams. I have not gotten my uh, results back yet, but I will update you on that once um, it come back. But the thing is that I was obsessing. I was obsessing to make myself feel better. I started doing more yoga. I was doing more Zumba. I was trying to listen to the word, listen to the word of God more. And I think I'm gonna go to my next point with this. I was trying to get, I guess, like um, do things all right, like like listen to the word of God at this, this, and that all the time, so God could have mercy for me like so God could have pretty much tell me okay I'm gonna make you feel better because if I didn't do all these good things it was like God was gonna just left me like that and it, it it doesn't make sense like honestly it's just but that's how I was thinking like I was not it was not myself okay so like I said I wanted to control 
I wanted to make my, myself feel better by doing all of these things, but I was overwhelming myself. So I said, Kim, you got to stop. You, you got to stop trying to control this. Okay, you're trying your best. You're trying, you know, you take care of yourself, this and that. All these things are probably anxiety, probably stress, and you're making, and you're feeding this. So stop. So I say, I'm going to just let it go and let God. And that's what I did. And honestly, it has worked. It has worked tremendously. I don't even understand how, but I just did. And... And yeah, so I started being more patient with myself. I started to giving myself more, more grace, more, more time, like not doing so many things. Like if I don't want to work out one day, it's okay. I was like feeling guilty if I didn't work out, you know? So I'm like, I'm at this point, I'm, I wasn't even enjoying the, the activities, right? I was just doing it just to get the feeling of feeling better. And I'm like, I can't do that. You know, I can't do things that are not feeding me, right? Mentally, physically, or none of that. Um, just because I think that that's the right thing to do. So, um, yeah, I just let go. At this point, I, I was just like, that's it. So, of course, I I started having some sort of like a little routine, you know, in the mornings, like I wake up, I drink my water, my, my warm water, I'm doing yoga, like 10 minutes and take a shower and all of this. So that has helped me. Uh, because at the same time, uh, this is silly, but I used to drink coffee. And ever since uh, COVID, I can't drink coffee anymore. <laughs> it's so weird, because I used to have one cup of coffee a day. And in the morning, right? And I'm just like, oh my god, like coffee tastes so weird to me now. And I was like, ugh, disgusting. I don't, I don't want it. So I, I probably been without coffee for a month and a half. And at the beginning it was hard because I don't know if it was that withdrawals or because I was having those uh, uh, headaches. But it, everything was hurting. Everything was hurting. Now I replaced it with. I didn't really replace it. I just uh, drink coffee, uh, tea now. So. Uh, but I don't drink it every day. I just don't do it. I just do yoga and then take a shower. That's like my my thing. And uh, I do miss coffee sometimes. I I smell it and I, mm, and I think I I miss more of like the the routine, right? Of like oh waking up, doing this, this and that, and then having the coffee, right? Like the sensation of having the first in the sip in the morning. But you know it's okay. You know you sometimes you gotta let go of things, right, to become better. So I. Uh, I deal with coffee. So yeah, so that's the third thing, like letting go and knowing that I am not in control all the time. I can't control everything, right? And yeah, so then going on to the fourth thing is that I feel that because I couldn't, con I can't control things and I literally let God, I became closer to him. Um, I felt that I was trying so hard to get close to him by doing things like listening to the word of God. Like I do listen to the word of God every day in the morning on my way to work or, if, you know, whenever if I work from home, I put it on and I feel like God sometimes sends me messages and I put YouTube and the first message pops up that I feel like that's God telling me what I need to listen to. And, but I was listening OD like a lot. And then I was like, oh my God, this isn't that. Like, I wasn't talking to him how, 
I used to talk to him. I feel like I was scared of him. And that sucks because I've never been really scared of God. Like they say you have to, you know, respect him and all that. And but not be scared. I'm like, oh my God, if I don't do this, then you know. I've never been in that relationship with God ever before. And I used to be super close. So I'm like, oh my God. And now it was not until someone told me um something I said, you know, I know that I'm okay. I know that I'm safe. I know that I'm I'm with God. And that person was like, yeah, God is always with you, but are you always with God? And I was like, oh, wow. I started bawling because I wasn't fully present with him. I wasn't, um, I wasn't not complete, I guess, um, honest. And, and I'm like, oh my God. So I started like praying and telling God, forgive me, forgive me for just not being dishonest with you, I guess. And things changed, you know, I started to feel much better. I started to feel a little lighter and all that. The anxiety was uh, leaving little by little. And I'm not telling you that, like, oh, anxiety is gone because anxiety is always going to be there. It's just like now that it pops up, I know how to like control it. And that's one of the things that I'm really grateful for because before I, I couldn't, I didn't know how to because I don't know what in the world I had. So yeah, though all this experience that had brought me, you know, closer to him and, and I'm really grateful for that. So another thing um, that I think I took away from this past year is that I need to really keep close, closer my, my family and friends who have been there, who always been there. As you know, as someone that does social media, uh, content, I have a podcast, all of this, you know, you, you meet people, you meet tons of people. And sometimes you think that some of these people, because you continue communication, they're your friends or they're people that you can trust and all that. And sometimes they're not, sometimes they're not. And I feel like this past year taught me who my actual friends are and like the fam that my family it's like they're always going to be there for me no matter what no you know they may be metiche sometimes not kidding but <laughs> but they're always there for me so i love them i love them for that so that made me appreciate them even more like appreciate my mom even more um and even my dog you know sometimes i complain that she barks you know <laughs> you can hear in my episodes but i love her so much she's been there she's been my emotional support she's always there and I know that she feels when I, I feel sad and stuff. So I'm grateful for my dog too. And it sounds silly, but I'm grateful for that. And another thing I feel that last year taught me is that I need to continue showing up as myself, as my authentic self. And that may sound like, ugh, like, what do you mean by that? Like, how did they tell you? Because I feel that I, whoever knows me, whoever follows me on social media, you know that I'm out there, right? Even in the podcast, I'm out there. Like, I have no, not really filter, none of that. Um, I'm really open uh, with, and I share a lot of things uh, with, with people. Uh, not every little detail of my life, but I feel like I, I share a lot of things because I feel that 
as a human, I'm going through stuff that I feel like other people are going through too. And if I share that part of me, it may feel, it make some people feel that they're not alone. Okay. And some people be like, who cares about other people? Right. Well, I do. And I'm the type of person that I feel like one of my missions in life is to help others in so many ways. Like that's my, that's even my, I guess, love language with God, right? I'm not the type of person going to be in church every day, every day or none of that. But my acts of service, my service to the people, that's the way that I serve God and the world. So I, I, I love helping people. And I feel like by me being myself, being my authentic self helps a lot. And I have to say that, you know, last year I started, you know, showing up more and not only for my podcast, but for my own, you know, personal brand. And, and it's been great. It's been fun. I have made a lot of videos on social media and people seem to love them. <laughs> I love to make them laugh. I love to um, create content that it's some sort of value to, to you. And, um, that's why I also decided that I wanted to help others do the same. I have seen so many people out there that they're either thinking of starting their own thing, like their their, their podcast or their uh, social media page, their business, whatever, something, or they just starting, but they are afraid of showing up. And for you, you know, you may think, oh, social media is just social media. Like, who cares? Yeah, who cares? But at the same time, it's a great tool. It's a great tool that you can use uh, to, lef- to you know, and leverage from it. As you can see, there's tons of people that have used it. And they have made a lot of money out of it. And I, me, I right now have my 9 to 5. So I guess, like, it's the, that's my thing, my, where I'm comfortable. But I'm jumping into it too. Why not? And I feel like the best way to show up, not only in social media, but in life in general, is being authentic. It's just being you. I want people to stop being scared and to 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 show themselves. I want people to start accepting themselves as the beautiful human being that they are without thinking, hey, que dirán? What are people going to say about me um oh I'm not good enough like who am I to make this this type of uh content to the people right and I want to put like the social media on the side too because I know a lot of people that even scared of showing up in life like for themselves because they're scared and I know there's a lot of things. There's a lot of things that affect this. There's a lot of limiting beliefs. Trust me, I was there at some point. And I I want to show people that it is possible. It is possible to do that. And once you start showing up more authentic, like once you start showing more, more, more like yourself, you start feeling happier and better and lighter in a sense because it's 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 like if you're taking off a um a mask it's like I don't know if you feel the same way but I'm not a makeup person but when people put uh, put makeup on me I feel like I have this layer right and once I take it off I feel so much better and I look cool I look cute with makeup sure but when I take it off it's like okay this is this is me like I feel lighter so 
it's it's sort of it's sort of like that. It's kind of like just just be your yourself, right? Just be you. The right people will come to you. And I'm not saying like only in social media. It's going to be in your personal life too. Because I know people that that don't don't when be, when they meet other people, they show a side of them that it's completely afar or a little bit different from who they really are. And they do the why because they're scared of people not accepting accepting them. But imagine carrying that character or that persona for such a long time. That must be traumatic. That's a lot. That's a lot to deal with. So obviously, in order to leave that, you need professional help. You need a therapist. You need all of these things, right? Because it, it must come from somewhere, right? But I'm here to kind of guide you. I want to guide you. I want to help you. I want to give you tips on how to do that, you know, on social media because it has worked out for me. So why not pass it on to people? And I feel like if any of you that who are listening right now feel that you are ready to to take the step or you have a business or something and you want to show up a little bit more as you, show your personality and all that, Maybe it's time to do something different, right? Maybe it's time to to um to take something that is gonna help you out. And if you are that person, I wanna be friends with you. <laughs> I do wanna be friends with you. I want you to I wanna invite you to follow me on social media. I'm at the Kim Flow. I'm gonna put it on the description of the of the episode. But in the meantime, I wanted to also share that I am throwing a workshop. Yes, this is my second workshop of the is it of the year? Yeah, because I did one in January. Yeah, I forgot. Oh my god, I feel like time has passed. But um, yeah, I'm doing a workshop. It's called "Show Up Authentically Ising Miedo." Okay, so that's show up with a fear. And I am doing it this uh, Wednesday, May 4th, okay? May 4th at 8 p.m. Eastern time. It's completely free. I'm going to share with you about my experience, my struggles of showing up in the past, and how I overcame them. Also, we're going to talk about some of the limiting beliefs that the majority of us have and how we can tackle them. And we're going to have a good time. We're going to have a good time. So, if you want to join, please go on my Instagram and I have a link there so you can register. Like I said, it's completely free and I hope to to see you there so we can have a little bit of fun. And if the workshop is not really for you, you don't want to be in a group setting or anything like that, you can always message me and let me know if you want me to work with you and help you out uh, in anything. So yeah. I'm excited. I'm super excited. And um, yeah, so with that being said, I, I'm i really excited that I was able to do the this episode and, and just talk about the things that I took away from my last year. I know there's so many others that I did, but th- I think those are the majority ones. And I know that for you, maybe like little, but for me, they're huge because there's stuff that I feel like they. I was really fighting them in the past. I was fighting them. I was avoiding them. And now it's como que le di la cara. You know, it's kind of like I, 
I I show up and I was like, all right, I'm I'm tired of doing this stuff, you know, I'm tired of doing this shit. So it's time to do a change. So I feel like a lot of things that I have uh, changed or at, at least try to change in the past year, they're definitely going to help me out for this new chapter. And I'm excited to see where it takes me. So anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it each one of you and with that being said i wish you an amazing rest of the week please surround yourself with authentic vibes and i guess still wear the mask if you want i don't know and um please be authentic in yourself i will talk to you next time ciao